Hoppaday, and welcome to another episode of Live Till 5. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin, here on this Friday, November 24th. Happy post-Thanksgiving recovery day, entering the Christmas season. As a matter of fact, in the second hour of this show, we're going to play our first Christmas song of the season. And so you need to stick around for all two hours of Live Till 5. We're broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio, KHMG 88.1 FM here in Barragata, Guam. It's a lovely day. Glad you could be with us today. I'm looking out the window right now at mostly blue skies, warm, gentle breeze. Great way to start the Christmas season here on the lovely island of Guam. Maybe you're listening on the radio on 88.1 FM down there at the bottom left-hand side of the old-fashioned dial in the car. Hop a day to you. Some of you might be listening at your desk or on your computer. You can find us on khmg.org. You no longer have to have a radio to listen to the radio. khmg.org. There are a number of different ways to listen through the website there. There's a live stream. You can listen now. Just click on the little Listen Now button. You can also download podcasts of this show and many of the other great programs we produce here at Harvest Family Radio. And then you can listen at your leisure. Or you can do what I do with podcasts. You can download them and listen to them at one and a half speed. Because you know you can understand a lot quicker than you think. And so an hour, two-hour show can become more like a one-hour and 20-minute show. Anyway, just saying. That's, that's a life hack for you if you're trying to regain 40 minutes of your life. We also rebroadcast the show in its entirety. Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on the rebound when we rebroadcast the entire show. Because we know most of our listeners are not wall-to-wall listeners usually catching us as you're running errands. Today, you might be doing a little Christmas shopping. Maybe you're hanging some Christmas decorations, heading back from a sports practice, heading home from a a work day, heading into work for maybe the swing shift. However you're listening to us, wherever you're listening to us, we hope to entertain you a little bit today, to give you some information, to edify you, build you up in your Christian walk, and just overall give you some encouragement, a nice lightweight alternative on a Friday afternoon. We know there are a lot of things you could be listening to and and doing at this time. We are honored that you are part of our show. Let us know you're listening. Go to our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam. Find us on Facebook and follow us. Then you'll get updates anytime we upload a new podcast or maybe we'll put a link out there for a video that goes with one of the songs we have. Sometimes we'll we'll put out a blog post. A lot of different information goes out through our Facebook page. So become one of our followers. Find us on Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam. And you can also send us private messages through there. We'd love to hear feedback from you. As you know, radio is sometimes kind of a one-way communication, but now that we're able to do radio online and we have the social media aspect and different things like that, we're able to hear from you as you interact with us through Facebook, through our email. You can contact us through our website, khmg.org. There's an email link there as well. But we love to hear from you, and we are glad you're with us today. We hope this is an encouragement to you. This is episode 241 on this Friday, November 24th, the day after Thanksgiving, kicking off the Christmas season in the second hour of our show. And glad you're with us. And I have in studio actually a special guest, Jason Moyer from Faith Bookstores here with us. Remember a few weeks ago he came on and we announced the beginning of the sixth annual Christmas uh, Thanksgiving coloring contest. Sorry, it's 
it's kicking off the Christmas season, but it's a Thanksgiving coloring contest. Jason, did you guys have a pretty good turnout for the coloring contest uh, contestants? Hey, Jared. Hafa uh, Guam. Yeah, I think this year we had more than, than ever, so very good turnout. That's great. Well, you had a lot of good prizes, and you had three different age groups, four to six, seven to nine, and ten to twelve, and we've been saying for the last few weeks that we would announce the winners on the air today, and so without further ado, now, I do feel for you because... Uh, when I was running the radio station for a year in between before Chris Harper came, I had the auspicious privilege of having to read the Students of the Week names. <laughs> and sometimes the names are the most difficult thing you're going to do all day. So I'm, I'm very curious to hear the names of the winners of the coloring contest. Sure. And I think uh, I can handle most of them. There's one that just uh, <laughs> give me grace, guys, okay? <laughs> Go right ahead. All right. So these are the these are the winners of the sixth annual Thanksgiving coloring contest from Faith Bookstore. Okay. So for the four to six age bracket, uh, the third place winner was Hope Redmanio. Uh, second place was Ansley Alexander, and first place was Lexi Leclerc. So that's the f- ages four to six in the. The first uh, prize on that was a $30 gift certificate plus a gift, and then second prize was $20 plus a gift, and third prize was $10 gift certificate plus a gift. That's pretty great, because if you're a five-year-old and you just got a $30 gift certificate, that's like a 45-year-old getting a $1,000 gift card. I mean, that, that's that's pretty awesome. That's a great gift. So that was the four- to six-year-olds. Okay, go ahead. So seven to nine, uh, your next category. Third uh, place was Alana Roxby. Uh, second place was uh, uh, Camellia Story, and first place was Emmy Kaser. All right, that's seven to nine year olds. And then, what about the uh, oldest age group, the ten to twelve year olds? These this age group of kids, they're really getting very artistic. They're they're able to keep the colors inside the lines. Yes, and, and they, they they get very uh, probably very competitive at this level. It was funny this year. It seemed like the seven to nine was the closest, and we saw a. Uh, just, I think those guys are really stepping up. Oh, wow. So hey. it, that was nice. But 10 to 12, of course, there's some some masterpieces there as well. <laughs> but uh, third place for 10 to 12 was Zachary Keast. Uh, second place, this is the one, uh, Rene Damial, I believe it is. And first place was uh, Joel Martin. Okay. So, hey, I think I recognize a few yeah, of those names in there. Too. So that's great. So congratulations to all the contestants. And I saw a picture online of all the art displayed on the wall. That's that's just really neat. And and I think for for a child to have anything they've done displayed in a public place, uh it's like a little mini art show for them. Might inspire a few budding artists to keep keep doing artwork. And uh as you guys now so today was what many uh, retailers call Black Friday, but uh talk to us a little bit about Faith Bookstore moving into now the Christmas season. Um, obviously I'm, I go there during the Christmas season to get a number of gifts, especially Christian themed gifts and things like that. But why don't you tell our listening audience, maybe some of our new listeners have never been to your store. What types of things does Faith Bookstore sell? Okay. So we have, a just a little bit of everything. I, I think for every age group, um, whether you're a, a religious person or not, uh, you can find some things there that would encourage you and inform you. Uh, besides the, you know, the the inspirational books and Bibles, we also have uh, Guam mac, maps, Guam books, Guam uh, uh, jewelry, uh, Guam mugs, um, and uh, we also have a uh, 
a, um, a, a, a we call it the, the recycled section or the used book section, where you can uh, purchase a uh, you know uh, somebody else's book that they had brought in uh, at a fraction of the cost, and sometimes you you'll find some treasures there that have been out of print for years. You know some some ones that uh, you know should be should cost a lot more, but we and just they're not just uh, books that. People want to throw away these are these have been filtered through by your right. exactly uh, some of your staff down there. They look through and they only put the books on the shelf that they really would want to read themselves. Right. We try to keep it with something either inspirational, informative, something uh, uh, you know that would be encouraging and not you know. Right. There are other yeah. thrift stores that will yes. take other books and put them on the shelves, but you're trying to keep with the theme of your overall uh, faith bookstore. You know, a, a kind of a a, a faith moral, inspirational, you know, theologically acceptable type uh, literature. Exactly. Our, our ultimate goal is to provide inspiration for our island community. Yeah. And I, Christmas time is one of my favorite times. I love to listen to Harvest Radio on Christmas. Uh, great music. Yeah, uh, thank you very much. A whole month. Well, speaking of Christmas <laughs> music, uh, last Christmas I picked up a couple. I think I, I picked up a Gaither vocal uh, band Christmas CD down at your store. You guys have some Christmas music for sale every year, right? We do. And actually, Jared, now that you, you bring it up, we actually have our customer appreciation weekend, and that is uh, today and tomorrow at, at Faith Bookstore. Um, we don't call it a Black Friday. I, I understand that, but it's uh, it, it's uh, it's another day. It's a day sure, after Thanksgiving. Absolutely. So. Yep. I, Good Friday has already been taken, but uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Another Good Friday, yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, and Saturday, you guys are open ten to seven, so th- even after the show today, be open for a few hours. Um, we will, and then uh, closed on Sunday, right? And then uh, the rest of the Christmas season, though, you still have that ten to seven hours Monday through Saturday. Ten to seven, uh, starting the fifteenth, will be open till eight o'clock. Okay, until uh, up until Christmas Eve, right? We are closed Christmas Day. Right. But if I can give you a, a sort of idea what to expect Absolutely, for this yes. weekend, um, there is a, um, we have a, a gift certificate giveaway. You know, you when you go in, you can put your your uh, your uh, a win me uh, like for a drawing, yeah, exactly yes, for awesome. a drawing. That's right, great, right. and that's for a fifty dollars gift certificate. So wow, that would give you a good head start toward your uh, Christmas shopping. Absolutely, right? uh, one dollar CDs for the uh, this weekend sale. $5 t-shirts, and these are selected items, of course, and up to 20% off regular priced items. Mm-hmm. And we have a cool thing. Rather than saying, okay, everybody that comes in gets this discount, we do like a uh, – it's kind of like one of these things where you have the uh, a shell and you you, <laughs> you you pick a shell. Yes, And under right. that shell it has a discount yep. A, yep. Uh, amount. So we, I, we like to have fun with it. Yes, and, absolutely. absolutely. So, so it's – you could get as high as 20%. As high as 20%. Uh, but yes. there are all different levels of discounts, plus you have all these sale items. And something uh, that you mentioned before we got on the air is that Faith Bookstore is a nonprofit organization. It is. Several years ago, um, it was formerly owned by Faith Presbyterian Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, several years ago, they had passed it over um, to uh, decided, let's just have a board of directors. So we have a board of directors that kind of help us with decision making but the there's basically a manager and then staff personnel uh, there's no owner per se so it is a, a non nonprofit entity so basically the money goes back into just operations sure yeah sure well and uh, there's not a lot of bookstores on Guam right uh, and uh, so 
if there are listeners out there that are looking for some great gifts during this holiday season, uh, some Christmas gifts, Christmas cards, ornaments, uh, special Guam things that maybe you want to send away to someone, maybe a former Guam resident, or trying to give someone a taste of Guam. There are a lot of places you can pick up souvenir-type stuff, ABC Store, Kmart, mm-hmm. things like that. But I'd really recommend you go by Faith Bookstore and see what they have. They have some unique things there you're not going to see anywhere else. And they have the nicest staff around. <laughs> and uh, the money stays right here at Faith Bookstore as a nonprofit entity. And so... Uh, I think it's really worthwhile going there, and it's a great way to stock up on Christmas music. Um, if you're trying to find maybe some new Christmas CDs, things mm-hmm. like that, you can go by there. And we and do have a selection of new Christmas just for 2017, as well as some uh, Christmas DVDs as well. If you, everybody likes to watch movies around mm-hmm. Christmas time, so please come in. We got the Christmas music on already. Uh, I think we'll be putting those little festive hats on a little bit later. In oh the, boy! Yeah. Maybe we can drop one off for you, Jay. Sure. Too. Oh boy. Yes. As uh, being on radio, you know, you have the benefit of people just, you know, it's it's uh, the the cinema of the mind, so they can picture me with add on, even if I'm not wearing it. So, right. yeah. Well, so now, Jason, just as a wrap up, obviously, it's really neat that you were able to do this this contest, six years of doing this, mm-hmm. and then uh, Faith Bookstore really is a nonprofit, is a ministry to the island of Guam. And it really serves many different church communities here with all the different types of things you guys have there. Uh, What would you say is the main mission? I think you mentioned a little earlier, but as we wrap this interview up, what's the main mission of Faith Bookstore? It it really is to provide inspiration to our island community. I mean, there's a lot of—every day we're bombarded with a lot of negative, and we need uh, uh, things—sometimes we say uh, the same way as Jesus encouraged Peter to feed— his his flock to, to feed his lambs we desire to to uh, provide spiritual nutrition you know whether it's somebody purchasing something for someone else as a gift i mean it's a great place to know what you're getting you know you're going to provide encouragement and not lead them away from right. where they should be yes absolutely or for yourself if you're going through a difficult time or just you know i mean we all we need to work out our salvation daily so it, we all need resources to to steer us towards where where we need to be and where God wants us to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I think you guys are accomplishing your mission one person at a time, and by uh, the sale of Bibles and devotional books and all different types of things you have there, journals and and uh, Christian uh, family counseling books. I mean, you name it. I would encourage everyone to swing by Faith Bookstore. Go by there this afternoon if you're out and about right now. It's right off the corner of Route Eight and Route One right there on the corner even if you're heading north on route one you can turn in right before feathers and fins come in right behind the building there and uh, say hi to jason and uh, ask him where his funny hat is if he's not wearing it at the time so jason thanks for coming by today my pleasure i want to thank all the participants i know uh unfortunately everybody can't win but in our minds are all winners because you've made the place more beautiful for a couple weeks and uh I appreciated the hard work everybody put into it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Merry Christmas, Jason. Merry Christmas to you, Jerry. All right, and listeners, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, a little more Live Till 5. This is Live Till 5, KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio.
And we're back with a little more live till 5. It's 3.27 p.m. on this Friday, November 24th. The day after Thanksgiving, as we say back in Missouri. Thanksgiving was yesterday. Every day we should be giving thanks, though. The Bible says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. So we're giving thanks always. But one day a year we set aside for a feast of Thanksgiving. And we definitely had a feast yesterday with some friends and family. It was great. And I am in the post-Thanksgiving feast recovery mode right now. And it was a blessing to have Jason Moyer here from Faith Bookstore. Again, I encourage you to swing by there. It's a great ministry, nonprofit organization, open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. They've got all kinds of great stuff that you might want or need during this Christmas season as you're out shopping and you're thinking about getting a faith-themed gift for someone, maybe a devotional book or a Bible or a journal or some Christmas music for your family, go by Faith Bookstore 10 to 7, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. As for Jason or Ian, everyone down there is really nice, though. It is still November. I wanted to mention just a few observances of November. I'm going to be bringing in some special guests to join us here. November. Did you know November is stamp collecting month? It's also Sweet Potato Awareness Month, Vegan Month. That's that's the people that don't eat meat. Uh, I think vegans don't even drink milk, if I'm not mistaken. There's vegans and there's vegetarians, and then I think there's uh, freegans, which are people who only eat free vegetables. I'm not sure, though. Uh, World Communication Month. And uh, let's see here. As far as the week's observances, Family Caregiver Week starts this week. Uh, let's see here. What else is happening this week? Boy, most of the holidays. National Deal Week is ending on uh, next Tuesday. Let's see what else is happening here. Global Entrepreneurship Week. We're right in the middle of that right now, the 20th through the 26th. What else do we have happening here? I think that's about all the monthly observances. We do have some daily observances, today being the 24th, Black Friday, as we've mentioned plenty of times. We're going to talk about that here in a few minutes. Celebrate your unique talent day, D.B. Cooper Day. You know who D.B. Cooper was, the famous uh, uh, thief that got away with a lot of money and they never found his body, but they have found some of the money. Uh, Fur Free Friday, F-U-R, Free Friday. Maze Day, like uh, the corn maze. National Day of Listening. National Flossing Day, especially after a big Thanksgiving feast. Native American Heritage Day. Sardines Day. Random Acts of Kindness Friday. Robert E. Lee Day in the state of Georgia. And uh, You're Welcome Giving Day. So yesterday was Thanksgiving, and today's You're Welcome Giving Day. Tomorrow, let's see here. Blase Day. Uh, let's see. National Parfait Day. Small Business Saturday. I think that's to encourage people to not just hit the big box stores on Black Friday, but go to locally owned businesses like Faith Bookstore and uh, support them. World Day of Giving is tomorrow. Sunday, Mongolian Independence Day. We'll have a little Mongolian barbecue to celebrate that. Uh, National Cake Day. Shopping Reminder Day. And University of Notre Dame Founders Day. Monday, Cider Monday, Cyber Monday, Bavarian Cream Pie Day, Craft Jerky Day, and Pins and Needles Day. 
28th, Giving Tuesday. National French Toast Day. Ooh, I could get into that. And Red Planet Day. The 29th, Wednesday, Chocolate Day. It's just simply Chocolate Day. Uh, let's see here. National Lemon Cream Pie Day. And Square Dance Day. And then next Thursday, International Computer Security Day. National Meth Awareness Day. National Moose Day. And stay home because you're well day. So if everyone calls in sick, even though you're not sick next week, you're actually celebrating an observance. That's what you can tell your bosses. Now, I am joined in studio by some really swell people here. I have the Taylor tribe here, led by uh, Mr. Josh Taylor, no stranger to this radio program. Josh, how are you doing today? Hey, thanks for having us. We're uh Excited to share some things that have been taking place in the last uh, day and a half or so. Yeah, you sent me a schedule of everything that's happened in your last day and a half, and uh, it's pretty impressive. I want to introduce everyone else that's here. From my left to my right, I have uh, the king of the cannibals, Devin Taylor. Devin, say hello to the listening audience. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Wow, you're a natural. And then we have Anna- Annabelle. Have you been on the radio before with us? Um, just for a interview oh that's right okay well the voice that our listening audience just heard annabelle taylor she is the calm one in here she's the one who is full of self-control and she's the stable one she's a lot like her mom actually stable but not necessarily balanced we'll get into that okay all right and then of course we have rye rye say hello in the microphone Hello. There you go, Rise. He is the crazy one. He is the crazy. He's he has uh, dethroned you as you are formerly the crazy one, and now Rye is the crazy one. Okay, and then of course Josh, the king of the crazy ones. Now, Josh, as we look back at your last day and a half, I, I thought it would be fun to talk through this because everyone listening has experienced at least one of the things that you went through in the last day and a half. So, start off with Pilgrim and Indian Day. And then uh, class uh, class decoration day. Oh, yeah. So how did that go? Uh, the uh, Pilgrim and Indian uh, uh, or Pilgrim and Native American, however you want to go with it. But just a fun day. Uh, Original Harvard. People's Day. Yeah. And uh, religious, uh, displaced religious um, immigrant day. That that's I didn't actually get into that part because that's just a little bit too yeah. complicated. Being to more say. sensitive to the pilgrims, you pretty much proved just how complicated that is yes, to say. Right, so do right, you understand right. why yes. I kept the pilgrims and just yep. went with the Native Americans? I like how the kids start to dress up like turkeys now because that, uh, well, that's not offensive at all, except for the PETA. People. I uh, I mentioned that to my uh, students about four or five years ago. I was like, some of them, it's just you just look a lot like turkeys, uh, yeah. and so let's just let's just add all couple more things to it and we'll be good to go but really it started out from we would play a game capture the capture the turkey basically capture the flag mm-hmm. and we go pilgrims versus native americans and then just a typical game capture the flag and then i have to decorate turkeys and so i would have basketballs and then we have to i was like forget this kids if you want to come dressed up as a turkey yep. that is going to make my life easier and some of the outfits are just awesome i yes. mean they come in there's just killer stuff you have that one kid who has the turkey uh hat yeah he's been wearing that i think this is third year of wearing the turkey hat. it is awesome yeah. it, it, it really is pretty and it's even got glasses he is it's turkey with with mm-hmm. the goggles mm-hmm. on it too it's just pretty solid stuff yeah yeah and then uh so uh and then uh jeff fain jumped in this year he was our turkey so uh, miss lloyd is usually the she's she's pretty pretty straight as far as the, she'll always be that Native American. She's always there for us. And so I would have to rotate between the different things. But then uh, Jeff this year jumped in to be the turkey. So I had to go with, uh, I went with the, the pilgrim. Yes. Or, 
as you would like to say, the guitarist from a famous 1980s rock band. Oh, I was actually referring to oh, your, sorry. Your, your politically correct answer oh, earlier yes, on. The, but yes, I, the displaced uh, religious uh, immigrants um, yeah, yeah, seeking good. asylum. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. I was a pilgrim. Yes, uh, but, it's but you stuff. did look a little bit like what I aforementioned. But well, my favorite part about people need to look at the pictures. By the way, <laughs> my favorite part about that day isn't the isn't the activities. It's uh, that is our classroom Christmas decoration day, so that we get a full solid three to four weeks with our classroom set up as Christmas, and I just love it. How do you get twenty plus sixth graders to all work in concert decorating it's a room? It's pretty simple. Uh, I say students. You know that we are here to get an education, and so we are going to either get educated in history and science, or we're going to get educated in interior decorating. So the more decorations you bring in, the less time we have for history and science. Smart. And so they did an excellent job, really, for the last uh, 14 years. I was actually talking to uh, Kendrick uh, Infante, said... He asked, hey, do you, are you going to bring your kids down to music? I said, dude, don't you remember? This is our back when he was in my, my mm-hmm. sixth grade class. Uh, so this is our Christmas decoration days. Oh, yeah, forget it. Never mind. I'm not yeah. Gonna. yeah. And so uh, and then we just you know, divide them up into different teams and have you know team bulletin board, uh, team window. And uh, this year we had team disco ball. Wow. Um, oh, I saw a picture of that. It yes. is impressive. It's pretty awesome. Now, it's is awesome. Annabelle, are you still in sixth grade or are you in seventh grade? Seventh. Seventh. Okay, so you did this last year. Did you help with this whole decorating? Yeah, we did the map and decorated the map. Nice. Made a pathway across it. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, with, with Christmas lights. A little, it awesome. was a little Christmas, not really Christmas around the world. It was Christmas following the blinking lights. Okay, that's good. good stuff. That's good. All right, so let me let me continue on in the schedule here. Then, of course, you had your Thanksgiving meal. I saw the pictures. I liked your uh, – you even had – which – your wife is very good with color coordination and decorating. If anyone's ever been over to the Harvest House building, everything's got like this theme, this orange and blue theme. And then I noticed you guys, even your goblets, uh, the drinking glasses, were like this beautiful, you know, ocean sea blue. She does uh, a, a tremendous job. She had the she had it all set up the night before. She had the, the locations of where everybody was going to sit. And I'm just thinking the whole time of... I'm, I just can't wait to fill my plate up. I really don't care what my plate looks like, mm-hmm. uh, but she did a tremendous job of getting everything ready uh, and everything mapped out and planned out. Uh, did a fantastic job. And Anbo, uh, this year, she actually contributed with uh, some of the, uh, what is it that you were helping mom make? Pumpkin pie. Oh, pumpkin pie. Yeah. That's good. Did you guys, so uh, uh, do you like it, Annabelle, with whipped cream on it or without whipped cream? I like it with whipped cream, but this year we didn't have any. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, they sell it at Jazz Store in a little. Well, I did go yeah. down there because uh, on Tuesday night, uh, Bethany had Bible study, and so Annabelle was in charge of uh, fixing the pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. And so we opened up one of the, uh, what was the milk, evaporated milk? Yes. Yeah, I opened up the thing, evaporated milk, and it was uh, pretty solid, mm. pretty, pretty oh, jello-ish. That's sad. So I went down, had to get another one of those. I come back, and then Annabelle is pouring it in, and she looks at me. She says, do you think I put enough uh, pumpkin pie in the in the pan? I was like, you realize you just asked me about <laughs> baking. Do you see any anything that could go massively catastrophically wrong with this? So she's like, yeah, never mind. Just you're, yeah. you're, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, go she's away. Learning. She's learning. So let me ask the kids. Uh, Devin, what is your favorite food at the Thanksgiving dinner yesterday? What was your favorite food? Was the um, broccoli? It was the rice casserole and the. It's like 
broccoli and cheese and rice? Just I like that. Oh, yeah, it's good, isn't it? And the bean, green bean casserole, too. Green bean casserole. Did it have the crunchy mm-hmm. onions on top of it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I like that. You like that, too? Yeah? Yeah. What about desserts? What's your favorite dessert at the Thanksgiving dinner? How, how many cookies did you have, Rye? One. Just one? Are you sure about that? <laughs> two. Okay, <laughs> okay. two. I, was it just two? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. We got the we got the straight truth from him. Devin, what's your favorite dessert at Thanksgiving? I ate pumpkin pie. Yeah. I ate it and then I started to get a stomachache. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. I was gonna ask if you ate Annabelle's pumpkin pie, but I won't ask who who made that one. Annabelle, what's your favorite dessert at uh, Thanksgiving? Pumpkin roll. Yeah. Pumpkin Ra- roll. Rachel oh. Macapinlack, the most famous, the world famous pumpkin roll, which yes. honestly I have got to stop promoting that with other people and telling yeah. them how good it. I, a couple years ago, I told Stephen Yates just how good it was. He's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. He tried it, and then it turned into a competition. Like now, I was having to play defense on him, mm-hmm. boxing him out so he couldn't get yeah. to as much of the pumpkin roll. And so it was a, uh, it was a competition. It has like issue. a cream cheese icing in the yeah. middle of it, right? It, like a swirl. Oh, that's really good. It, it was pretty amazing. That's stuff. really good. So okay, so now progressing. I saw the pictures. You had a huge group at your house there. Uh, then, of course, um, Thanksgiving football. Uh, I I heard about a collision yeah. that happened, and I was texting the uh, head injury person, uh, who I won't mention. But yeah. um, I heard it's a pretty thrilling game. It's the first time I haven't played football on Thanksgiving in years, probably ten years. I just I just needed to sleep in this year. I was wa- I kind of wish I would have been there. I'm walking up there to the game, and the whole time I'm thinking, just don't get hurt and don't hurt anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so. I was almost walking up to the game. I mean, I used to, I I love football, love it. And, but over the last two or three years, as my body has started to pretty much fall apart, uh, as I'm going up to the game, it's almost like I'm walking up to, 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 to sit a timeout or like I'm grounded. I'm going up there. I'm kind of grumpy. I'm like, uh, because I want to make sure I can walk back home. And uh, we had a really good group of guys come out. Uh, We had almost 30 people. Uh, So it was a lot of fun. We had to split up into four different teams. It's great stuff. And then last play of the game, our game comes to a sudden stop because the other team on the other field came to a sudden stop because one individual came to a very sudden stop. Yeah, yeah. It, he, uh, yeah, I heard he banged his head pretty hard. So, so it was, but but it, other than that, other than that, it was a great time. Yeah, sure, great well, time, great turnout. Nothing quite like the. I even saw on ESPN.com they had a, they had a separate article of four plays to guarantee that you win your Thursday morning Turkey Bowl for your flag football team. Nice. I saw that after the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it didn't really help me out too bad much. Bad timing there. So, okay. So now you guys, did you do a little? Uh, black friday shopping that was see now there's so much of the black friday that is happening on thursday right after thanksgiving and we i had actually never gone out have have you ever gone out on thanksgiving to do any of the shopping no uh my wife has a couple years ago went out to macy's at like 6 p.m on thanksgiving day yep so we decided to Everybody else left, and we needed to get out of the house for a little bit, so we decided for the first time to go out at that point in time. And I told Bethany, Devin's making things a little bit complicated right now because, Devin, what is it that you need to have when we go inside of a store? What do you have to ride on? A wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah, so there's no way I'm pushing a wheelchair through Black Friday. I mean, that's one of the the secrets. Because as nice as people are normally on Black Friday, they'll literally run over your child. So we... 
went and dropped uh, Annabelle and Bethany, my wife. We dropped them off at Macy's, and then I just drove away. And I said, text me when you're ready because we are not coming in there. And so, Devin, where did you and me and all the boys go? Roof of Kmart. Yeah, we went oh, to the, the roof of the Kmart. Roof of yeah. Kmart. Okay. And we just kind of watched everybody flooding into Kmart. And then uh, we were playing on it. And we parked in the very back corner where Triple J keeps all their extra cars. And so they were playing hide-and-seek in between the cars. And it nice. was great. And then Annabelle I, was actually in. How, how, how crazy was Macy's last night? Um, we couldn't really shop and see anything because it was so full. So we had... We, Mommy and I would take turns standing in the line so that we wouldn't lose a spot, and then we would shop around and look. I looked at some of the Fitbit watches, but we didn't buy anything. Mommy wow. bought a sun pants. But. Wow, so you guys stood, so you had to take turns in line. So the line, was it longer than the normal Ross line? I haven't been to Ross on a Black Friday. Okay. All right. No, but just, but a, just, just on a normal, normal day. You know like, how... you guys were in there for a while. Was it pretty, it was pretty crazy in the yeah. line. And there were a lot of people also in the aisles, like, looking yeah. at stuff. And, oh, boy. Were people nice or were people a little bit on the rude side? Um, we got out of there pretty fast. Okay. But... All right. So you didn't have to. I always like to, when I get up to the, finally make it to the register, just a very simple conversation with so how's life today? Mm-hmm. And just to see what their reaction sure. is. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. uh, and you can find out which ones had the really rough shift and which ones were had, because uh, this morning, oh, yeah. Annabelle and I uh, woke up at uh, 3.30 this morning to watch uh, the Lions lose uh, mm-hmm. to the uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings. Another tradition, just me being from uh, the greater Detroit mm-hmm. area, you know, Thanksgiving Day. That was pretty much the only time. So, is we... the tradition watching the Lions lose, or the it tradition was. is watching the Lions? The tradition is usually watching and lose. But the the big thing was being able to watch them because being in Detroit, they would have the blackout rules. Right. Yes. And right. so that would be. And we were so bad my entire life growing up. The only time that the game would ever be on TV was usually Thanksgiving because that's mm-hmm. the only game right. that would sell right. out. And so that was the one that we would watch. And so that has uh, continued now. I don't have to worry about it because I'm not exactly in the blackout zone anymore. Right. Uh, and so we got up to, uh, to watch them, and uh, then Annabelle fell asleep. Uh, do you remember anything from the game? I fell asleep during halftime, so I stayed awake for, like, second quarter, and then that's it. Hey, that's pretty good. You know, we were losing so bad, so <laughs> it interesting. See, Annabelle, not only does she know football games have quarters, so you're already raising her right. She's willing to get up at three, and she knew that there's at least a half, and she knew that she could make it all the way to that. So, good job, Anna. And, and they turned you're, you're on the right yeah, path. They turned it into a like a mini Super Bowl because they had had some concert going on, and sure. so we were gone. I, I turn around uh, to Annabelle about midway through the third quarter, like it's time for us to go to. You're completely gone asleep mm-hmm, out of here. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So that's but uh, we went to uh, Home Depot. Was our, we hit the big three this morning. Okay. We hit Home Depot. Kmart and then Macy's okay. for doing our little little Black Friday shopping and really, uh, I've heard Home, Home Depot is pretty well Home organized. De- yes, it is. They got nice line going in there, and it's just again you you 
you can't sh- if you have to shop with a cart you are toast right because yeah. you got to be able to bob and weave and so that's kind of why i was watching the football to get ready for just the oh yeah doing sure. the, doing the sure jump the cuts yep. the, the spin yep. moves and the stiff arms because you got to be, be ready with those the stiff arms um pretty much just how to how to dodge them because there's a lot of people and i I'm, i turned to annabelle and i was like i can't believe i made the one of the worst mistakes i wore zori's Oh no! I've got to wear shoes on yes. these. Uh, really, steel Running toe. shoes. Oh no! Steel yeah, toe. that makes sense. Maybe for cleats all, for all the carts Some that spikes. are carts that are going to get because you get run over by one of those Home Depot carts. Oh yeah, and yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's something you'll remember. But that was fun. Just we Annabelle and I started going Black Friday shopping about two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago. This Just, is a long day for you guys because that was so. It's already three forty-eight in the afternoon. You guys were up since three a.m. Three thirty. Uh, yeah. So it's been, and. You still did. It looks like here on the list, the last thing you added in there was a bike accident. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Annabelle, Annabelle, we want to tell them what you're what you're training for. Cross country. I want to make it to the big top ten. Oh, nice. Yeah, for, I can for all that. island. Yes, so we've got awesome. Uh, that's she's got. You got one more meet, and then you got the all island. Yeah. So she finally made it to the top ten. She was number ten on uh, this last race. Nice. Uh, thanks to a couple of people out there who were sick. Uh, appreciate that. Um, but so we're training for that. Great. And uh, we've been doing some plyometrics. We've been doing some longer distance running. And uh, I finally am back in the the bike, the mountain bike business. As far as I, I have one, I've had mm-hmm. three bikes on island. I've had every one of them stolen. Uh, and so now I have another one. So ready to donate that one to charity as well uh, <laughs> but so i just got that one thanks to ray's romo he's been look on the lookout for me got it off of craigslist nice uh and then but i was like i don't want to ride it alone this would be a good way for annabelle so i picked up uh, her first mountain bike that she can with actual gears in it mm-hmm. and so we went out for a little practice this morning changing gears annabelle can fill you in on what happened from there w- what happened annabelle we went on a hill and I couldn't change the gears, so I was not all the way at the bottom when I was of the gears, the lowest gear. So, so it was really started, hard to pedal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so then I decided to go up another hill so that I could go down it fast and then get up the next the hill that I was trying to get up to, hopefully. Can and you see where this one's going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so when I was on the hill going down, I was pedaling to go faster, and... I hit a bump and then I threw it over it. Oh, she learned her oh. first trick, an endo. Oh yes, those look really good on the on the uh, you know like if you have a GoPro or something and you have like a GoPro on your helmet. But uh, did you hurt yourself? No, I mean I got a bunch of scrapes and bruises. Okay. One on my hip and one on my uh, elbow. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so she she hamburger herself a little pretty good. Wow. Nothing okay. nothing snap well, crackle pop. Just all yeah. Just yeah. Just that. So that was. Uh, and the thing is, brand new bike, I hadn't even taken the tag off yet because my first is, okay, and do you want this? So we took mm-hmm. it out for a spin, and I told her, okay, next time, if you want to keep the bike, just say, Dad, I'd like to keep the bike. Yeah. You don't have to completely scratch up the top handlebars <laughs> and make it unreturnable to prove to me that uh, you want to keep it. Just yeah. just tell me you want to yeah. keep it next time. It's all well, right. You know, uh, up until now, I always thought Annabelle took after her mother, but uh, after a story like that, you're a little bit like your dad, too. So has your dad ever told you about how he hurt himself playing football one time and we had to carry him off the, the field? Yeah, the reason why. Carry him to the hospital and then the, carry him from the hospital. Yeah. The reason why. we don't. Yeah. And, and the only thing that, would, that really made me 
bitter about the whole thing is I was waiting for her at the top of the hill. And I was like, come on, come on, come on. Seriously, where are you at? And then uh, I finally have to go back down because it's, now it's starting mm-hmm. to rain. And I get down there and she's pushing the bike. I'm thinking this is probably not very good. And then downpour. And so I'm getting like just getting drenched this whole time. And it's like, oh, and she's got all the pebbles still stuck oh, in her elbow and all that. Oh. You can see the asphalt that's kind of right in there. It was pretty good. Was, was that it? Were you guys riding around Teedson? Or? Uh, it was right at uh, the, um, uh, Camacho Street, just okay. down the road here oh, okay. at Toto Canada. Yeah. yeah, sure. Left Camacho, practicing on some hills yeah. where there isn't a lot of traffic. Sure, sure. But there was a very large bump. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad you lived to tell about it. And so, uh, guys, thanks for coming by and sharing what happened. Almost everything, with maybe the exception of the bike accident, people that are listening have gone through in the last day or two themselves. You know, with Thanksgiving, Black Friday, shopping, football, you know, all the craziness of decorating, all that. So, guys, I appreciate you coming by and uh, helping me get through this radio show. Lawrence isn't here today. Sebastian's still out, I don't know, on his honeymoon or something. So, thanks for coming by. Devin, thank you for coming by today, buddy. You're welcome. All right, Annabelle, thanks for coming by. You guys can come by anytime. Rye, thank you for coming by. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Josh, thanks for bringing up the family today. Hey, appreciate it. Here's a Pepsi Cola with real sugar in it. Oops. Real, real sugar. sugar. There you go. It's a it's a souvenir. That is awesome. Merry I appreciate Christmas. it very much. All right. And listeners, stick around. We're going to take a short break. A little more Live Till 5 wrapping up the first hour. Second hour, we're going to have some Christmas music. So stick around. More Live Till 5 after this short break. Live Till 5, episode 241 on this Friday, November 24th. Wrapping up Thanksgiving, kicking off Christmas. Thanks, Josh Taylor, Devin, Annabelle, Rye, Jason Moyer, all guests in the first hour. It's really a lot of fun to have you all here. And thank you, listeners, for staying tuned. We're getting ready to kick off the Christmas season here in just a few minutes. We're going to start the second hour with the first Christmas song. So after the bumper song, I'll come on, and then I'll introduce the first Christmas song of the season. And then Harvest Family Radio is going to be playing Christmas songs for all our music until the end of the Christmas season. So it's going to be great and uh, glad to be able to celebrate this special time of year with you. We do say Merry Christmas. We do say Happy Holidays. I mean, we want you to have Happy Holidays, multiple holidays. But the holiday we are the happiest about happens to be Christmas. So we say Merry Christmas and uh, glad that you could celebrate your Christmas time with us. We want to be a blessing to you during this season, and we are glad to be part of your day today. If you ever miss part of the show, tune in Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on the rebound, because we know many people can't listen to two straight hours of radio. You're running errands, you're on your way to an appointment, you're heading home from work, you're in the car, you're sitting at your desk. You can catch the show in its entirety, noon to 2, Saturday, 7 to 9 p.m., Sunday night, You can also download the podcast. KHMG.org is a great place to go. It's our website. It's where we have the podcast of this show and many other wonderful programs that we produce right here at Harvest Family Radio. And we'd like you to avail yourself of those resources because we're trying to put out as many good, helpful Christian resources as possible. 
you know, KHMG has been on the air for 21 and a half years. We're approaching the 22-year mark this spring, and it's been a blessing to be part of Guam and the greater community that we've been ministering to uh, through Bible-based programming and beautiful Christian music 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we are glad that we get to be part of that with you. I do want to make one announcement as we wrap up this hour, and that is we have the big Festival of Lights coming up at the end of next week, so in about nine days from when I'm broadcasting this show live, which is just awesome. Festival of Lights, the biggest event of the year for us here at Harvest, inviting all the community. Hopefully we'll have 1,500 to 2,000 people come here. Food trucks, Christmas music, Christmas lights, a children's uh, game night, jamboree we're calling it, free prizes. You don't have to pay for anything except for the food trucks, and that's only if you're hungry. And it's going to be just a great time. That's December 3rd, 5 p.m. until till we shut the place down after 10 p.m. So plan your week accordingly. December 3rd will be the kickoff of our Festival of Lights. And that wraps up this first hour of Live Till 5. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin, episode 241 on this Friday, November 24th. Here at KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Stick around for SRN News. And in the second hour, Christmas music. We'll be right back after this. Till 5, it's 4.04 p.m. on Friday, November 24th. Episode 241, kicking off the Christmas season with little Meli Kiliki Maka here on 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio. Glad you could be with us today. We're going to be celebrating Christmas for the next month here at Harvest Family Radio. And glad you could be with us. Hard to believe it's a, a month and a day and it'll be Christmas already. So uh, basically four weeks from Monday is Christmas. So we're going to get a lot of Christmas celebrating in here at Harvest Family Radio. I'm glad to be part of the Christmas season with you. We're broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio here on the beautiful island of Guam. 88.1 FM, Barragata, Guam. You can listen to us online through khmg.org. You can also let us know you're listening and you can follow us through Facebook. Harvest Family Radio Guam. Find us on Facebook. Give us a little thumbs up and follow us. Then you can be made aware of all the different cool stuff we get to do here at Harvest Family Radio. All the different music we put out. Sometimes we'll, we'll have a link to something special here at the radio station. We just want you to be kept up to speed with what's going on. Check out our website, khmg.org. There's ways to listen online. You can download the podcasts of this show and many other programs we produce here locally. And you can also contact us through our website. So a lot of different ways to interact with us. It's not just a one-way radio transmission anymore. This is a multimedia ministry, and we love to hear back from you. We love ministering to you around the Christmas season as well. 
And as promised, I said we would kick off the Christmas season with the first song of the Christmas season, and we have a new one. And this is by a ladies' group called Grinstead, and their CD came out in 2016. The CD's called Carols, and this is the I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. Let's check it out. got to admit that's a very pretty song chris herper was the one who told recommended that i should start with that song chris uh you and your wife have been working really hard on making sure that we have plenty of good music cataloged and in our library and our database so we can use it for this christmas season uh how many songs do you estimate we have uh in our library how many do you think we have for christmas music i know exactly how many we really? have? Yeah, we have uh, we have 564 Christmas songs at the moment. Now that doesn't seem like a lot, but you know you can't have. Uh, well, the the temptation is to have 87 versions right. of Silent Night. Yes, and 64 versions of It Came Upon a Midnight right. Clear. Right. So we try. What we try to do is we try to pick out the best. Of the bunch and say, right. okay, let's maybe weed it down a little bit. And then you try to expand and get as many titles as you can to, to, to like a song like the one we just heard. That, that comes from a lot of just putting the legwork in, going through, and that was on Bandcamp if people yes. are looking for a song like that. But, you know, going through a, a whole litany of songs to try to find one or two that really fit our format. So, uh, that one was one that we found, and we found some others. There, there was uh, there was uh, several last year that we found from kind of a um, that I know people asked me about later on in the in the Christmas season um, from kind of a a cowboy singer kind of a guy, and he he sang. Uh, it was just him and a an acoustic guitar. I'll have to find a couple of those. Maybe we can play sure, one later. Sure, but uh, those were really successful last year because there was some songs that were really old Christmas carols, you know, that you don't hear much anymore. Mm-hmm. That, so that worked well. So you try to get things. What you don't want to have happen is to have four or five or six songs in a row that 
are just almost background noise because they're yeah. so common. Right. And so so you want to mix it up with one or two. Right. In, in, in one or two in eight that are slightly different than um, the standard fare. Right. Right. Well, and, and I joke all the time about the biz and all that, but I really am not, you know, a school trained radio person. <laughs> not that anyone on the other end of this uh, broadcast would mistake me for that. But I do know two things that that I would desire of people that we get to minister to through our radio station. Number one, that they never want to turn the dial because yeah. of something they hear. Right. Whether that's the type of preaching, whether that's the music. I mean, style and taste aside, that we never have something that makes them want to turn the radio station to a different station. And then, because we don't know if we'll get them back. And then number two, something that would instead want them to turn it up. Sure. So like when a new song like that comes on by Grinstead, that, that was a beautiful rendition of uh, uh, I Heard the Bells, I heard on, the bells Christmas on Christmas Day. Day. They you turn it up. You're like, hey, what is that? That's a little different. I like that. And so not turning it off or turning away, but instead turning it up, I think that's that's a winning combination if we can if we can do that. And it's impossible to do every single song like that, and there's familiarity and things like that, but but I do like the variety that we have. And, and I think you're right. When people that understand a little bit about the way automation works too, you don't want to have... The, the, the automation software tries not to put songs with the same titles back to back. Right. But if you have, you know, the Canadian brass and then this other brass and then this other, and they might change the title of the song a little they bit, do. but it might actually yeah. be the same song. Right. And then you end up hearing the same, you know, Oh Holy Night three times in a row. You don't want that either, obviously. So there's only yeah. so much Christmas music out there. Only a few new good songs come out every year and, and the ones that would fit our radio station profile, you know. So anyway, thanks for putting in all the hard work on yeah. that. Um, before we go to the news, which I want to get to Chris's news, because we are kicking off the Christmas season, I'm going to be talking about a wide range of gifts because a lot of people are out Black Friday shopping today, if you're listening to the live broadcast, and uh, that's great. I hope you got some great deals. But I found this blog, Seriously Happy Homes, 10 Priceless Gifts That Cost Almost Nothing by Rebecca West Interiors. And so uh, Rebecca West Interiors put together this list of 10 things that are a great little gift, and it costs almost nothing. Just your time. Number one, uh, car detailing. And if you go to their website, they actually have, you can print up their little, like a little gift card almost, and you can just use their artwork and everything and kind of cut it out and make a little gift card out of it. They... Uh, Say, okay, you can give the gift of car detailing, and then you can um, put like a little car in a box and then put the card with it, basically car detailing. Number two uh, would be personal assistant, the gift of time. And basically you can uh, uh, run alongside someone, be their wingman for a couple hours or whatever, and be their personal assistant, help them with a project or whatever they need. They're running errands that you'll go with them. That's a great gift. Number three, bubble bath. Of course, you can give them a, a bottle of bubble bath. That costs almost nothing. Meal planning. Meal planning for four weeks. Some people uh, will come in and say, hey, I'll help set up your menu for the next month. Carpet cleaning. Carpet cleaning is very inexpensive, but it is labor intensive. And if you have to hire a company to come in and clean your carpets, that's very pricey. But uh, you can rent the machine over at Home Depot or East West Rental for 
you know, a fraction of the cost and you can actually clean someone's carpets or upholstery for them. It's a great gift. Window cleaning. That's one that costs almost nothing, just except for maybe your life if you're on a really tall ladder. But it is a great way to help someone that with a project that they might never have time to do themselves. Uh, mother's helper for the day. Sometimes you can get the kids involved, the older kids uh, involved on this. Uh, obviously, you don't want to saddle someone with uh, a helper that's not really a helper. But if you have someone that can help, that would be a great gift. The honeydew uh, coupon. You know, basically uh, any project that needs to be done, uh, the honey, what we call the honeydew. Because if you've never heard of that before, it's like, honey, can you do this for me? Honey, can you do that? So anyway, honeydew, that's where that comes from. And it's not, not the the melon yeah that that'd be a whole different uh type of gift although honeydew as a melon would be a great gift too maybe Why i don't not? know sure yeah. we're on guam so now chris has a little little bit of the news and uh with uh, of course there's all kinds of i was looking at the news before i came up here there's some bad news that's happened in the states shootings and things like that and uh, but no major terrorist actions, as far as I know. And then a lot of news about shopping and numbers and spending and things like that. And I was going to go over that. And I might later on the show talk about that a little bit. But, Chris, what else is happening in the news? I do have a little bit of that. And I do have a little bit of bad news and some news that we're not sure if it's bad news or not yet. Um, you might have heard about the Argentine uh, Navy and their lost submarine. No, I did not hear that at all. Yeah, there's an Argentinian crew in, in their Navy that uh, uh, has been lost for several days. And, and uh, the Argentine Navy did raise the possibility on Thursday that a Navy submarine missing in the South Atlantic suffered an explosion. So heightened concerns over the fate of the 44 crew members on the eighth day of an international search uh, is still unknown. A sound detected underwater by an international agency on the morning of November 15th, around the time the ARA San Juan sent its last signal in the same area, was consistent with an explosion. So they've just learned that. The sub had only a seven-day supply of oxygen, a fact that drained hope from some of the relatives of the crew who had gathered at the vessel's base in the city of Mar del Plata, the Navy did not have enough information to say what the cause of the explosion could have been or whether the vessel might have been attacked. North Korea's latest defector, a young soldier known only for his family name, Oh, is... Oh, I saw, I saw the infrared video of this because they right. had like a, a security briefing, U.S. security briefing on this. Yeah, yeah, and that's this will be mentioned in the story too, that... Uh, apparently, he's a pleasant man, but he is having some nightmares about potentially being returned to the north. I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, he's been experiencing that. O has become the focus of worldwide attention after he was badly wounded by fellow North Korean soldiers as he scrambled across the border in the demilitarized zone that separates north and south. That happened on November 13th. Video of O's escaped, uh, escape released on Wednesday, showed him stumbling over the border and being dragged unconscious through the undergrowth by South Korean troops. And if you haven't seen that, you should check it out. It's pretty interesting. Um, he's running for his life, basically. Wow. And he's being chased by his fellow soldiers who shoot him in the back. It's quite a, 
it's quite a harrowing thing. Now you don't. It's not graphic. You don't, you don't see much. Right. You just right. sort of see this infrared. You can tell it's a man, and you can tell you know they have their guns up. You don't see anything much more than that. But you do get that feeling when you see it. Like wow, this guy is he's running for it. you know. It reminds you of a movie or something that um, where you get that feeling that heart palpitation that happens there. So uh, check that out if you can. I saw it in the BBC, so uh, one way or the other, you should be able to find it. A new report by Amnesty International says Christians were targeted by Muslim radicals in the Philippines during a six-month battle on the island of Mindanao this year. The report states that militants regularly targeted civilians and carried out numer- numerous extrajudicial executions, which means no one was tried. Uh, The civilian victims were nearly all Christians, and most, if not all, were targeted because they were simply not Muslim. The radicals who pledged allegiance to ISIS battled with government troops for control of the island, and Amnesty International is saying that Muslims were setting up checkpoints around Mindanao and killing any Christians who approached. U.S. shoppers had splurged and more than $1.52 billion had been spent online by Thanksgiving evening. And more bargain hunters turned up at stores this year after a two-week holiday season as retailers opened their doors early on the eve of Black Friday. At the start of the holiday season, consumer spending rose 16.8% year over year until 5 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, according to Adobe Analytics. Now, they tracked 80% of online transactions at the top 100 U.S. retailers. This is good news for economy-wise. Surging online sales and a shift away from store shopping have thinned the crowds typically seen at stores on Thanksgiving evening and the day after for the past two years. But a strong labor market, Rising home prices and stock markets at record highs have improved shopper appetite, apparently, this year. Those stories all from srnnews.com. By the way, we always encourage you every hour at the top of the hour to go to srnnews.com for more details. Absolutely. I I was looking at some of these uh, Black Friday statistics, $3.52 billion predicted for today through Adobe Analytics and $2.05 billion for yesterday. $5.57 $5.57 billion combined online Black Friday and Thanksgiving spending predicted. Amazon, Walmart, and Target, the top three online stores for 2017. Mobile phones, tablets, etc. Okay, $1.4 billion Black Friday. So J- Just in tablets just and Just in phones? tablets and mobile phones. Wow. So a quarter of the spending is going to be on these uh, higher-end electronic items. $850 million just spent on Thanksgiving itself. So that's... I mean, those numbers, are it's hard to wrap your mind around it, but the deals must be so amazing that people want to camp out. Camping out on Guam for Black Friday means, you know, uh, basically pulling in 15 minutes before it starts, I think. Some people go really early, but no one that I'm aware of camps out overnight. I don't know, because of the nature of a lot of our 24-hour stores here, I've heard of people being in the store when the Black Friday sale starts and they already have the things in their carts and things like that. But 
uh, nowadays, it's not like that big secret. Like, oh, what's going to happen when they open those doors? A lot of times you can get the information ahead of time. They call them doorbusters. Doorbusters, exactly. And that's what people trample each other for. But uh, I found a website that actually gives you tips on if you're going to camp out for Black Friday. And uh, these don't all apply to Guam, but keep entertained. So obviously, if you're going to be camping out, you need to entertain yourself. It gets really boring sitting there in line. Dress in layers. Not a problem here in Guam. Uh, Bring snacks because you're going to be waiting outside. And uh, bring a shopping buddy so you don't lose your place in line if someone has to go use restroom, something like that. And then finally, pack light. Don't take, you know, if you take a tent and a sleeping bag and can't get up and move to Coleman the front of the filter. Line. Exactly. How do you get in the store? You're going to yeah. have to leave your stuff outside in line with a bunch of other people that are going to just, uh, you know, not necessarily guard your stuff. The Coleman stove is going to be gone. That's right. And, and no one wants you to bring a Coleman stove in the store. <laughs> And uh, Black Friday 2017 sales prompt Texas man to camp out since Saturday, according to Fox News. A Texas man has been camped out in front of Best Buy in Garland, Texas, since last Saturday, hoping to save 300 on a new 50-inch television. I'm surprised that by this time, there's only two of us, Efren Garcia told the station Tuesday night. They're probably waiting until the last day, but years before, three days in line was all the three days in line and it was all the way around the building behind Garcia in a smaller tent were were his neighbors um they had gotten the bug bitten them you know waiting in line Best Buy opens 5 p.m on Thanksgiving but Garcia says uh he gets help from relatives who come and trade places waiting in line for him the only time I've heard of anything like this on Guam was we used to wait in line for a slot for the Liberation Day parade and one oh, year okay. we sent Two of our interns down there at night because people started camping out the night before. Yeah. They got all the way to the front line and they still didn't get a slot for the parade. Yeah. So, you know, and we, oh, wait, we had uh, some staff members went when there used to be a Sears here on Guam. They got in line Thanksgiving night. They waited hours. They got to the front of the line and the signs on the windows that advertised specifically what was on sale. I think there were some TVs and things. The owner was peeling the signs down and putting up different signs with higher prices. Wow. And some of our staff members got pictures, and they told me about it. I said, you need to contact the attorney general because that's actually bait and switch. It's it's actually illegal. There's some some trade laws about that. And sure enough, there was a class action lawsuit or something brought by the attorney Uh general charges, and Sears is out of business now. I don't know if it was because of that, but uh, really... uh, crazy thing so anyway i'd rather get my sleep than get a good deal honestly uh you know i plus i don't need anything i worked at sears for a period of time and i had people accuse us of bait and switch on you know people hear that term and then they say bait and switch and what would what was happening was sometimes you'd run out of an item you'd be like right all the emerson you know clock radios are gone right? right And then we'd say, but we can offer you this RCA clock radio, right. and we'll give you that for the price. That's bait and switch. Well, yeah. that's not bait and no. switch. No, no, no. That's we ran out of it. Exactly. And not, now we're offering You always intended item. to give something different. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. that's a different thing. Yeah. Well, the world is changing, including even the way we shop. And uh, Cyber Monday coming up. I think a lot of people wait for that. In Guam, it's a little harder because you have to wait for shipping and stuff like that. But anyway, hey, thanks for the news, Chris. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Enjoy your Pepsi with real sugar in it. It's good. It's, it is good. It's probably not the best drink for while you're trying to talk on the radio, but 
It's hey, tasty. So we're going to take a short break. Listeners, stick around. More Live Till 5 and more Christmas music coming up after this short break. with a little more live till 5 4 30 p.m on this friday november 24th a little christmas christmas cheer for you a little christmas beer a little sleigh ride live live picking there I, i'm not sure uh let me look and see who that artist is but it's good good stuff a little christmas bumper music hopefully you guys are enjoying the christmas season beginning we don't want thanksgiving to be forgotten too quickly Sometimes we, we jump right over what I believe is one of the most important holidays of the year just to get into the Christmas season. We don't want to miss the opportunity to really cherish the fact that we have so much to be thankful for. And if you live on the island of Guam, you automatically have a lot to be thankful for. And hopefully you are able to spend a little bit of that time yesterday with family or friends, loved ones. This, this time of year can be busy, it can be hectic, it can be tiring. And for some, it might even be a little bit sad. Maybe you're, you're missing someone, you're, you're, you're lonely, you're a little homesick. Please don't let, let that get you down. Don't, don't wall yourself off from everyone else. Spend time with people that love you and care about you. If you don't have a, a family here, you don't have a, a, a group of people to call your own, I'd encourage you to come visit us at Harvest Baptist Church. There are a lot of good churches on Guam. Harvest is one of them. I'm a pastor at Harvest, and I'd love to meet you and encourage you during this Christmas season. It's no time to be alone. Come visit us at Harvest, 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. It's our main worship service right here at the Harvest Baptist Church Auditorium, located down the street behind the mobile McDonald's off of Route 8. It's called Sergeant Roy T. Damien Jr. Street. Just turn at the Harvest sign there at Mobile McDonald's and come down about one mile. You'll see the Harvest Ministries sign on the left-hand side. You can turn there. If you ever come in the evenings, by the way, you can't miss us because there's a beautiful glowing hue over our whole campus because we're getting ready to turn on our nearly one million Christmas lights coming up uh, here very soon on December 3rd for our Festival of Lights, which you're going to hear different little, little commercials or promos for that here real soon, but... I did want to play a little song for you uh, as we're getting into the Christmas season. It's kind of fun to roll out some of our new Christmas music. And one of the songs I'd like to play is actually, it's, there's nothing new about it. It's actually an old song uh, recorded uh, by Nat King Cole, but we just added it to our lineup. And it's Oh, Come All You Faithful by Nat King Cole from a, from a CD with his name, the Christmas song, Nat King Cole, 1999. I want to play this song for you right now as you enjoy the beginning of the Christmas season. Listen to this. Oh, come 
all ye faithful. That was a beautiful song by Nat King Cole as we are celebrating the beginning of the Christmas season. And I talked about some of the cheapest gifts you can give. At the other end of the spectrum, you have the Neiman Marcus Christmas Catalog. Have you ever heard of the Neiman Marcus Christmas Catalog? It is the, it's called the Ultimate Fantasy Holiday Gift uh, Magazine. And they have some of the most amazing and really unbelievable gifts. And you can actually purchase each of these with the right amount of money. For example, I'll, I'll just tell you a few. Through the Neiman Marcus Christmas Catalog, you can buy... For $439,625, for $439,625 and $445,750, you can get a His and Hers Rolls-Royce Limited Edition Dawn Coupes. So you can get two Rolls-Royces, each one for a little over $400K. You can buy that through the catalog. How about this one? Uh, let's see here. Dulce Gabbana Refrigerator, $50 thousand dollars uh private flight and photo shoot with gray malin thirty five thousand dollars madame alexander dolls uh for a year eight thousand dollars oh boy let's see uh sisley paris products for a year sixty thousand explore zambian gem fields with famed jeweler stephen webster three hundred thousand dollars Olympia Leitan handbags, $45,000. Ryder Cup Ultimate VIP package, $250,000. New Year's Eve Times Square party for $300 at the Knickerbocker Hotel, $1,600,000. Let's see, what else? Champagne experience with Armand de Brignac, $150,000. Those are all ridiculously expensive Christmas uh, gifts that you can get through the Neiman Marcus catalog. And uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend spending all that, but it's just interesting that you can actually get a catalog and you can attempt to spend that much money. Hard to believe, honestly, hard to believe. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about one of the most expensive gifts proportionally ever given to someone. And it was on the very first Christmas. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I want to talk a little bit about what are frankincense and myrrh. We know what gold is, but what's frankincense and what is myrrh? We'll talk about that after this short break. You're listening to Live Till 5. It's 4.38 p.m. on Friday, November 24th, the day after Thanksgiving. Beginning of the Christmas season, kicking off some Christmas music here. And uh, just enjoying the day with you. My name's Jared Baldwin. I'm the host. This is episode 241. Stick around for more Live Till 5 after this short break. more Live Till 5, episode 241 of Live Till 5. I'm the host, Jared Baldwin. 
4.42 p.m. on this Friday, November 24th. If you ever miss part of the show, Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m., catch us on The Rebound. We rebroadcast the show in its entirety. And I know you're hearing a little Christmas music in the background. Get used to it. We have about a month of Christmas music ahead of us. And it all starts on this show every year where we kick off the Christmas season with our Christmas music on Live Till 5. I'm glad to be part of that with you. Now, I talked about some of the cheapest gifts you could give, some certificates and personal things you can do for friends and family. And then I went to the other end of the spectrum with the Neiman Marcus Fantasy Gift Catalog, which some, you know, 400K, give or take a few bucks, uh, his and hers Rolls Royces. But, you know, some of the most expensive gifts proportionately were given to Christ by the Magi that came from the East when he was in his first two years. You know, it wasn't, you know, sometimes we'll look at a nativity scene and we'll see the wise men are like right there with the shepherds and they're all at the manger. If you read the New Testament, there's a little gap between the birth of Christ in the manger and the wise men arriving could be up to two years. And because it says they came to the house where Joseph and Mary and Jesus were at, so we know at least it wasn't still in the barn, in the manger area, like what the shepherds observed. So we know there was a little bit of a period of time there, a gap. But, you know, we even here at Harvest, we try and put the camels where it looks like they're still on their way to the on their way to the star so that we kind of create a little separation there. I don't think it's major problem if people kind of put it all in one scene because they're just trying to recognize all the key figures of the story but if you're trying to be accurate the wise men the we three kings that we sing about they came a little bit after we know it was less than two years could have been much shorter time but we don't believe they actually came to the barn just for technical reasons we just want to make sure but and the reason why we say two years for those of you that are really curious about what i'm saying here is because when Herod ordered the, the execution of all the baby boys in Bethlehem, he ordered the, the execution of all babies that were two years and under. So a lot of historians think, well, maybe that means that Jesus was possibly all the way up to two years old by the time the wise men got there. But nonetheless, they brought three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So gold, we're very familiar with what gold is, and it's you know, literally gold. So one of the wise men or a group of the wise men brought gold. One of the other gifts that was brought, and we oftentimes think of three wise men because there are three types of gifts, but it doesn't necessarily mean there were only three wise men. It just means there were these three gifts. And so usually we attribute one gift with each wise man. And um, But you've heard of frankincense and myrrh. This is an article <clears throat> by Clint, uh, let's see, Pumphrey, on HowStuffsWorks.com, which is a pretty good website if you're ever looking for information about stuff. So um, you can verify this independently if you like. But let me just tell you a little bit about frankincense and myrrh. And uh, uh, basically, from Matthew chapter 2, Magi or wise men followed the bright star uh, in the east to Bethlehem, where Jesus had been born. Matthew 2.11 talks about how Jesus had been born and that they came to the house where he was at. During the Christmas season, according to this article, depictions of the event are unavoidable, decorating churches and shopping malls alike. But what exactly are frankincense and myrrh? So, let me tell you. Derived from tree sap or gum resin, 
Both frankincense and myrrh are prized for their alluring fragrance. Frankincense is a milky white resin extracted from species of the genus Boswella, which thrive in arid, cool areas of the Arabian Peninsula, East Africa, and India. The finest and most aromatic of these species is Boswella sacra, a small tree that grows in Somalia, Oman, and Yemen. These plants, which grow to a height of 16 feet, or 5 meters, have a papery bark, sparse bunches of paired leaves and flowers with white petals and yellow and red center. Myrrh is a reddish resin that comes from the species genus uh, Comophora, which are native to northeast Africa and the adjacent areas of the Arabian Peninsula. And the Comophora myrrha, a tree commonly used in the production of myrrh, can be found in shallow, rocky soils of Ethiopia, Kenya, Oman, Saudi Arabia, and Somalia. It boasts spiny branches with sparse leaves that grow in groups of three, and it can reach a height of nine feet or three meters. The, process, the processes for extracting the sap boswella for frankincense and camophora for myrrh are essentially identical. Harvesters make a longitudinal cut in the tree's trunk, which pierces the gum resin reservoirs located in the bark. The sap slowly oozes from the cut and drips down the tree, forming a tear-shaped droplet that are left to harden on the side of the tree. These beads are then collected after two weeks. So, that's frankincense and myrrh. And they have, uh, basically, it goes back, it's a 5,000-year tradition, goes back way before Christ even, uh, the, the use of frankincense and myrrh. And so, the Magi bringing these two very precious, very expensive, uh, uh, aromatic gifts, it makes the Neiman Marcus gifts look not so great, because these things were were gifts for royalty, for embalming, for, you know, there's a whole story behind the gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and what the three represent, and why these magi brought this, and so I won't get into all that right now, but just in case you ever wondered, well, what is frankincense and myrrh? Now you know, they're both a type of tree resin that was harvested, and they were both very aromatic and very rare and precious. Now, I want to play a little song for you as we're getting into this Christmas season. God rest you, merry gentlemen. I love this song. And there's a lot of different versions, but the Bing Crosby version is one of the most beautiful. Here you go. was born on Christmas Day. Till 5. It's 4.54 p.m. on this Friday afternoon. If you're listening to the live broadcast, that is. Maybe you're listening on Saturday, noon to 2, or Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. We rebroadcast the show in its entirety, all two hours of it. Saturdays, noon to 2, Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on the rebound. We do that so that if you miss part of the show, you can tune in again. 
You can tell your friends and family to tune in at that time as well. We'd like to catch you at convenient times. Maybe you're on your way home from church or heading uh, to a sports game. We want to make sure that we're a blessing to you. We have started the Christmas season, so you can hear Christmas music now, 24 hours a day, seven days a week until Christmas has passed. So we have a little over a month to air Christmas music, and uh, it's really a blessing. It's a lot of fun for us. We know there are a lot of people that listen during the Christmas season because Harvest uniquely plays classic, beautiful, sacred, special Christmas music. It's not pop music at all. It's and it's it's just a a, a pleasant, beautiful uh, Christmas variety. We like to have a variety on here, and we really try and still hold to our our same mission and our same theme. But uh, Christmas time is a special time for us, and we really enjoy it. We get to minister to you through music, and some of these songs really evoke emotions in you, maybe a a great memory of a Christmas past, maybe a a, a great time you had with family, or or maybe it takes you back to a place where you just had a really special memory. We hope that this does that for you. We enjoy being a blessing to you all year round. We've been trying to be a blessing to people for the last 21 and a half years, and we pray the Lord will allow us to continue to do that for a long time into the future. Not just on the airwaves, 88.1 FM is our radio station, but we broadcast all around the world online through khmg.org. Harvest Family Radio's website, khmg.org. You can listen live there. You can download podcasts. You know, we have a lot of different podcasts you can listen to there, different resources available. We have Harvest Highlights, Take Note, Heart of Harvest, Living Redemptively, Building Great Leaders, and of course, Live Till 5, and some other things we also have on there that are available for you to download and listen at your convenience. We want that to be a blessing to you. We're trying to provide you with resources that are going to help you. One way to know anytime we upload new resources would be for you to follow us on Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam on Facebook. Follow us. Then you'll be notified anytime we update or we we maybe release a, a video or a link to something or maybe we've uploaded a new podcast, you'll be notified through Facebook. You can also let us know what you're thinking by contacting us through Facebook. You can leave a a nice note on our Facebook page. You can send us something through Facebook Messenger as well. You can also email us through our website at khmg.org. You can stop by the station. Business hours, 8 to 4. Come by the station, poke your head in, meet Chris and Sebastian. Sebastian will be back on Monday. And uh, it'd be really a lot of fun. Chris, as we wrap up uh, this hour broadcast, what do you have? Well, I was just going to mention one other thing since you were talking about connecting with us is that we have an Instagram account. Oh, that's right. Yes. Have you seen this? So basically, if you go through there, uh, we post a picture uh, from Guam every day. And it's Harvest Family Radio on Instagram. Harvest Family Radio on Instagram. Oh, wow. We have a few people following us, but. Uh, they're all original images. They're nothing. We didn't get right. them from anywhere. We took all the So images. people can take those images, use them for their own. Well, use them for their they own can steal Instagram. Them. No, no. They can no, just like, all... they can repost our posts. So yeah. if they see something no. neat on our Instagram, they can like it. They can yeah. give it a little heart. Yeah. They can yeah, leave absolutely. a comment, things leave like that. Leave a comment or anything. Yeah. But if you're if you're into Guam, you know, landscape photography, or I've got some 
um, nature photography on there. Like today is some, you know, nature shots, up close macro stuff. And, and basically those are what I mean by original is, you know, we didn't get those. Those are not stock images. Right. Those were all taken by. Not, they don't myself. have a little Getty stamp on it. No, no, no. Okay. No, right. it's either taken by myself or my son. There's a few from uh, Stephen on there too. Oh yeah. And, and Stephen, uh, we interviewed him on the radio a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. We said we would let people know, and he has some great photos out there. So. Yeah. So if you're into right. that, awesome. Instagram Harvest Family Radio. Harvest Family Radio on Instagram, on Facebook, on the web. Uh, you can find us. We're not hard to locate. We're easy to communicate with, and we'd love to hear from you. And that about wraps it up for this episode of Live Till 5. Episode 241 is behind us. We wrapped up Thanksgiving. We kicked off the Christmas season, and we're glad we could do that with you. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. It's Friday, November 24th. This is Live Till 5 here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Have a great weekend.